Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gives a Spell podcast. My name is Zach. I'm your host and we're going to be talking all things Sydney racing this weekend. Uh, We've already released one on Melbourne. Uh, Nick's been our little form expert there from Punters Dribble. And if you haven't seen uh, or follow his page, do that on Instagram. They've been putting out a little bit of extra content there. I saw that Seven seven Horse Racing sort of put put a post out with them today. It was really good. Um, But this week we have Rose Hill at Kembla. So, it's disappointing we can't ri- ri- uh, be racing at, you know, one of the big meetings, but all the big horses are still there and a couple of big races as well. And as I welcome in, I've got a couple of the boys with me, Tom and Kohai. Boys, welcome in. Tom, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Um, you can tell, like, uh, big racing around the corner that Maccabi Davis takes is um, pretty good race in Melbourne. And um, I know we're at Kembla, but some some cracking races around um, some really good horses coming back. Kosciuszko draw today. It's um, it's all heating up. It's all happening, eh, Coey? Agreed. Boys, I mean, it, yeah, it's a shame that Rose Hill's not running, but who gives a shit? It, racing <laughs> is still going, and, you know, I don't know if Kembla's seen such a cut. Imagine if Kembla could have crowds. Yeah. It'd be bonkers down there. It'd be... It'll trump the uh, the gong tenfold with the, the fields that are um, lining up this weekend, and I mean, it's a shame, but at least by the sound of things, we've got um, Freedom Day locked in or partially locked in for the 18th, which is just after the Everest, but yeah, mate, I am frothing. Gonna I am to, frothing to the bit. I wonder if they'll try, try and pull a few strings with that, the old Freedom Day. It's a couple of days after the Everest and Cozzy. Um, speaking, mm. of, speaking of Cozzy, though, the awards, or not the awards, but the slot holders all got drawn today. Um a bunch of normal. I saw one from, one from Manly, so it'd be awesome to see who that is. And obviously, the William Farrar Hotel has drawn two, which is um, not on. Well, I think they've won one every single year, but they also spend tens of thousands on tickets. They've got some big punters clubs there. Um, it's, what's his name? Is it Barnhill? Barnhill? Yeah. yeah so um, right. yeah, he. They've sold the pub, but he actually, um, I think, stayed on and managed. It. Manages it so um it's a massive pub down in Wagga. I reckon for three years of my life I was there every Monday for the um five dollar schnitzel. Uh, being a uni student, it was just uh great savings and it's a massive pub and good to see them get another couple of slots because there's some great Wagga horses as well. We might see they normally stay uh, true to their region as well. So maybe a Mitch Beer horse or another one or um, even front page. I think they got last year. So the, the deal might be done again with um, front page. The interesting thing though with this is that Racing New South Wales obviously bought out like another race. So I think it was called the Four Pillars. So not only is there the Cozzy, but there's also another random race for another big prize money, um, which they also got another two tickets for. Yeah, man. And, um, the Four Pillars is... Um, it's also um, AHA owned, which is uh, like the Kosciuszko or um, it's a gin. And the race is similar to the midways we're having every week. So it, just to help some of those trainers, those smaller trainers at um, provincial meetings to get them um, a bit of spotlight. And it'll be a benchmark 68 and it'll be the richest benchmark 68 you'd ever see. Um, I think they're working through some of the kinks at the moment, but, I think what they'll do is um, 
people will nom their horses and then from those noms you can pick a horse so it's not just yeah. anyone trying to pick like benchmark 100 horses are going to carry 80 kilos or yeah, yeah. stuff like that but it'll, it'll be very interesting to see the way they do it um, Coley, I'll go here, go to you for a cosy because you're pretty knowledgeable on this sort of shit. But um, front page is the fave now because it's me has been ruled out by Cav. Cav said it's going to go on a different path. Um, Handle the truth got picked up, and because of that, nine bucks into seven. Victorum, there's a bit of chat apparently, like it's been announced or whatever, but it'll probably properly announced tomorrow. Um, Victorum already backed into it like one point today, still at seven bucks, but. You're a bit of a guru on these sort of horses. You work on this sort of show at Sky. Tell me about Front Page, It's Me, and any other one you think is like a shoe-in because I'm looking at something like Edit. I think Edit gets in, right? Well, Edit's a really interesting horse. I mean, it's one of those horses that we're not sure what its pure ability is. So, I mean, knowing Bloodstock team and this and the other, I'd say they'll press hard for something like that. And Cody Morgan, I'm, I'm sure he'll get at least one runner, if not multiple runners, much like last year. Um, the promotions that they put up, whether it was, uh, I think it was Anathol last year, they pretty much, as soon as the draw was done, they just went, hey guys, regardless to what you guys could get, if we came first, second or third, we'll pay a minimum of, I think it was $30,000 into your pocket. Yeah, it's good. Um, And, you know, when you hear a syndication like them, I mean, you're laughing because, you know, it's free promotion for them, which is more more so an incentive than actually winning the race in my eyes. I think when you're a brand, a well-known brand in racing in Australia, like Australian Bloodstock, I mean, shit, the, the free publicity you get off this is unbelievable. Like, you don't stop talking about Cosy Horses essentially right up until game day so they benefited more than one way definitely um saying that i think well handle the truth definitely got picked this today first one signed and sealed and delivered essentially uh victorian very very close i hear that on the rumor mill that the deal was pretty much done and dusted straight after the draw was done but i think they're just fine-tuning it a little bit um front page i think it's wide open now because I think everyone knew that yeah. It's Me was definitely the the horse, especially after winning last year, the way it won as well. So I think everyone was kind of like, well, what do we do now? But it actually makes it more enticing for us punters now because I think the market really opens up. Um, it's turned I think it's six head, bucks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's six bucks the field now with Front Page leading it. And you know what? Like, quite honestly, like Front Page and – uh, handle the truth at six and seven bucks. I mean, that's a great price because yeah. I mean, I, um, handle, I, yeah? I put up a tweet as well, like um, did, yeah. through the week about just a couple of couple of horses that I, I thought, and then just a reaction from that, like people replying. Mark War replied to it, like yeah. people just picking different horses all over the shop, and like it's you're right, so, Kelly, It's like more open than ever. And then on Tuesday, like there were two. Massive wins, a couple of horses yeah. standing there. It's like Jonesy's one and um, N- Nataraja, the Jonesy. Yeah, so bolted. Yeah. yeah, mate. Even and I know um, Kurt Goldman has been waiting for Irish songs to run. Uh, I think he'll run on Saturday as well to go really well. And hey, I think we're going to see a few just pop up randomly here and there because 
people are trying to get their horses right, and now's the time to do it in front of slot um, holders. Yeah, I think that I totally, looking at your yeah, your horses yeah. though, Tommy, that you put up. So uh, you would have to assume a lot of them are a lock, right? I, we're, we know handle the truth, Victorum. I think Arcado's a, a lock as well. Front page, yep. And then you've got Cadigat, Mister Hustle, another one. Sunrise Ruby for beer. Cardiff Plonker, Almahaha, Ruthless Agent, and Patino Ruby. Um, and it did really well across Twitter, right? So you've got a heap, heap, heap of people like jumping in and having their own opinion. This is cool because everyone has an opinion on this sort of stuff and how they'd spend their money. And, you know, like we all know, Bellflyer can just come out and just win. So, fuck it hurts. And 100, 100%, I mean, yeah, RIP, Zach. <laughs> but, um, like, and from what I hear, that, I mean, this is a long-range forecast, but I did hear that there is rain forecasted in spring once again. So whether it's going to be a heavy heavy track or a soft track or a good track, or who, who the bloody hell knows anymore, Yeah, um, they're anticipating rain. So, I mean, whether you put that into account, like, I mean, these deals that are done right now, they might be counterintuitive come game day, and we've seen that with Bellflyer. So, you know, like these Natarajas, I mean, Nataraja is a great horse in hindsight because – well, I mean, it's kind of the unknown. It's absolutely slipped under the radar. Bleached it at Scone, yes, two days ago. And, you know, now it's crawled into the market, second page of the market at 21 bucks. I mean, who, who the hell knows? It's me did exactly the same thing. So, and we know that that Scone caliber is more than capable to win something like this. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating how these deals are going to go down. But, yeah, you're right saying that there's definitely a couple of locks. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see what deals trainers and the ownership group come up with in the next couple if of days. If anyone needs a hand as well, just send us a message. I'm more than happy to help anyone um, for a price. <laughs> for us, for a share. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Uh, we'll definitely take a little slice. I mean, 1% is 1% is still a decent deal. Yeah, it's great. Right, it'd, be so, it'd be so much fun. If you got it, you'd be nervous right now making a few phone calls, but it and it'd be so much fun. So good. And uh, open open question to both of you boys, but, I mean, would you rather pick something that's a lock right now and lose a, a, a good portion of the prize money to win the prize money, or would you rather go with the unknown fuck factor and just go, fuck it, let's do it, like in that Araja, essentially? No. Option A. Right, you, Tom? Option A. I, I would go something. Honestly, I'd probably go... Someone like um, I put that page together. Uh, I put that list together. But if if I could get something straight away out of it, like the Catagat people, um, or even Kurt Goldman um, is saying like he'd donate all his money to charity, I'd take something where I can take the solid thing, like the big package Catagat owners um, have put together is fantastic. And to be part of a group like that, you'd even get involved with horses going forward. I'd look at something that could set me up not just to win the race, but just to have a bit of fun. And I reckon getting involved with those people would be so much fun and you'd have fun for the next couple of years. That's right. 100%. 100%. Um, all right, moving on from Cozzy. We are recording Thursday night. There's a pretty impressive trial that's going around tomorrow. Um, I put out a little list the other day, but if you didn't know, Classic Legend trialling around, Hungry Heart, I Am Superman, Colding, Libertini, Lost and Running, which is the Tabs horse for the Everest. Minaj, Polelli is not going around anymore. Rock o'clock, and obviously very elegant. So, look, if you could have a bet on this, this would be fantastic. But, Tommy, who are you keen to see back? I'm pretty, like, obviously we're keen to see Classic Legend and whatnot, but I'm pretty keen to see Lost and Running. Um, it's 
going to be obviously going to the shorts next week as well. See how that goes on the way to the Everest. That shorts shorts going to be a great race. Um, race, All reports, um, classic legends better than ever. So yeah, you're right, mate. I'm I'm real keen to see the big grey back. Is Nature Strip going to the shorts? Um, Um, Believe it isn't. I think it's bypassing. That's what I thought. I thought it might be. I think it's gone to the premiere. Right. I believe, which is which is essentially leaves it to be a month between runs. Yeah, I've I've got a feeling it's trialing maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Just to just to you know just go through its gears and just you know like I think that's kind of Waller's formula at the moment, and I think after watching its win last weekend, I mean I think they just want to keep it all going the same way. Essentially, they don't need to over race the thing to prove it's fitness and this than the other it's already rock hard fit yeah i think it's just fine tuning it so it's ready for the big dance so to speak so i think mate, one more um, run and then the uh, the big one the everest i wouldn't be surprised if libertini even gets a slot on the trial alone we know libertini's um fresh record is outstanding and if we see libertini coming back yeah your long weather forecast might be against it, Coey, but yep. maybe there's a deal that can be done where if it's a good four, um, Libertini coming in fresh, we're, we're running out of real good sprinters at the moment. Um, someone could easily snap up Libertini off this trial. Speaking and, of... And, you go. One more thing, one, one more thing, Dunners. I mean, I think the real interesting one going with the Everest and he's, he's trialling on Friday as well in a I think a different, or it's definitely a different trial down the page a little bit, but Eduardo, forgotten horse totally. And yeah. I just don't know what. Joe Pride's been making there. a bit of noise. I mean, it's, it seems like a bit of mind games. And I think even the, the slot holders without the horses, they're just like, is some, is there something that we're fucking missing right now? Like, Yeah, is... I think it, it will go to that shorts race. And I reckon yeah. if it can um, run a massive race, it might get in on there. And I think it, it doesn't do too bad on the wet either. So, if we're looking ahead towards something like that, then Eduardo's one you they'd definitely be around. But saying that, Tommy, if I were you know James Harron or James Kennedy or any any one of the slot holders that don't have a horse, you almost want to take the early gamble, wouldn't you? Rather than you know you'd rather sign the deal before it runs in the shorts. You almost want to sign him straight off the back of the trial on tomorrow and just go, hey guys. It looks like it's absolutely flying. Can we sign it up now? Because I'd imagine that it'd just be frantic come the shorts because that, that's another, you know, a week and a half away. Mm. So I don't know. It, it seems like a little bit of mind games going on, thinking just the ownership group, the slots just don't know what to do with him. He won two group ones last season. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Um, a few races from the weekend, um, especially you, go you, you tipped quite a few at odds, which... Some got there, some got there very close. Um, obviously, Molly Nails third in the first. Selba Rose, something I backed, that one. Um, Koei, you went Tochi in the third, came second. One I wanted to talk about was Brigantine. So Brigantine, originally, when you tipped it, I think it was 16 or $18. And then it started at 8 bucks and looked amazing. So obviously, you know, beat the the favourite in, like, Hoover, I don't know who went further, Hoover Lucy, probably. Um, Brigantine, what's going on? Mate, I think on the day... How it, much did it you have really on weird. it? I only had a pineapple on it. <laughs> well, it's on it, to $8. A, no, but I didn't get it at the 18s, unfortunately. I got it at the 11s or the 12s, mm. which was a nice fill-up anyway. But 
because I mean, I, market confidence is one thing for me, but at the same time, like I, I wasn't sure. I know James Cummings had big, big opinions about this horse. It just didn't show up first time around, and I was just willing to gamble on the double digit odds. It's good. It's what it pretty much come, came, came down to. But saying in the same breath, I guess on the day, all the three year olds were getting backed off the map. Um, uh, everyone thought kind of in the same line with the the lower weights, everything else being equal. They just went, you know what? They're great values. I think they've got every chance to win this race. And what the market literally flipped on its head, Bruce. <laughs> and Tommy, there was a lot of people putting shit on the odds for Nature Strip and Zaki. Obviously, we know what Nature Strip did, but Zaki was fucking impressive. Fourteen hundred meters. There was a lot of chat about it, especially at the short quote. I think it got out to about two thirty. But fuck me, pretty good. Yeah, when you're giving, um, when you're the best weight for age horse in the country, you've you just got to respect it. We saw Dreamforce retire from it as well. Good to see. Um, I've a great career in Dreamforce, but Zaki and Nature Strip, they're they're going to be hard to beat all um all spring. Both of them, Zaki could reach new heights. Um, two eighty in the Cox Plate, it's almost unders. Yeah, I think it's um. It's gonna it's gonna go from strength to strength, and uh, Nature Strip. Well, um, maybe that's it. Maybe goes second up straight into a um, Everest because Joe Max said it's the best best he's felt at first up. So yeah, yeah two it. two massive ones, and um, we said it on the podcast last week that we should have just taken the all up. I definitely didn't. I took a J Mac all up and um, was going okay, but yeah, he um, he had two pretty pretty good rides in those two. Yeah. Thought, thought, th- thoughts, boys. Um, next weekend, uh, back at headquarters, uh, the George Main could see very elegant Vizaki. So, I mean, do we do we take the current price? I mean, who, who the fuck knows at this stage? I mean, that's going to be if they do clash, that's going to be all time, surely. Yeah, that's going to be a bit hectic. Do you reckon they will? There's I every conceivable. Think- Every conceivable chance, I think, by the certain things. But I uh, think she's uh, going to Melbourne. I, so I, I think from what she's been saying, she's brought Craig Williams to the Underwood. I, I reckon we see her go to Melbourne with it. Yeah, I think so. It's a shame. It'll be epic. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Um, and the last one before we go into the preview is, was the Chelmsford. So, Tommy, I think you backed Think It Over. Um, just got there. I was absolutely pulling Riadini's tail because I backed it, I think, last start, and it was $41 this day. So I just missed out on winning with Rachel King aboard. Nash got Think It Over ahead. Really good run for Montefilia as well. That was um, only, only by under three lengths, but it was a pretty good win. What did you think of Think It Over? That's not, not yeah. for the, uh, George Main as well. Yeah, and, and it could very well go against Saki in a uh, Cox Plate later this prep. Um, well, we've said it; it's a proven Group One performer. Kerry Parker's been doing so well with this horse. Um, Kelly, Kelly tipped it as well, and I, I think um, a lot, lot was said about its first up run. James Innes Jr. taking the ride last minute. There was a whole kerfuffle with um, Brenton as well. And I think I think we just thought the horse would improve from the run. I don't think you sack Cascadian. I think its second up form is just not that great. And I reckon Cascadian is going to improve from it as well. But uh, it, w- it was a pretty red-hot race as well. I reckon I'd be following Think It Over and Cascadian um, wherever they go to. All right. 
We go to Kembla. We're pretty much right on 20 minutes in. So we start with the highway, 1,400 metres, Class 3, and decent favourite in Phillipsburg for Pondensby. That's uh, 440 already in from 550. Commando Hunt um, had a win the other week. Uh, I think you tipped it to Coey last time it went out at Kembla. So say you is there for Brock Ryan and Robinson, Princess Rocco, Rari, Blase, all them. Uh, Money-wise, though, I think we're looking at something like Phillipsburg, already been backed, Rage King aboard. Thomas? Um, I don't know if you remember, Zach, but that run um, from Phillipsburg against Commando Hunt was absolutely sickening. I got to watch it a couple of times again today. And if you're on it, you just you just can't watch it. You had so much horse under you and you, you just couldn't find an out. I know um, one of its owners was at Sky at the time and he was pretty um, – he had to get through the day's work after it and it was pretty tough, but – Mate, I've got to be with it. I've got to be with Phillipsburg. Um, I think all things even, it gets out and it, it brains some Commando Hunt would have closed the distance a little bit, but I think we get a completely different story. I want to be on Phillipsburg. Um, I, 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 uh, Commando Hunt's gone on to have a run since. Um, I think they know what they're doing with Phillipsburg. Get it fresh. Got Rachel King on. Um, I'm going to go with it. Uh, I I just can't get that run out of my mind. Um, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah, give me, give me, um, Phyllis Bergen, so say you as well. Terry Robinson does so on these highways. Um, won a highway with this horse previously. Brock Ryan just riding so well, riding Campbell so well as well. So, um, oh, Phyllis Berg with a, um, little saver on, uh, so you say, or, yeah, so, so, say so you. say you. Coe, you be with Phyllis Berg? Yeah, no, I'm with so say you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's a lot to do with the price. I think I think the market should be a lot closer with everyone, like Commando Hunt, Phillips, Berg, and So Say You. I think they've all drawn respectively. I think um, Commando Hunt will go a little bit back from that draw. Phillips, Berg will probably be a little bit positive from the nine, a little bit wider out. Um, they're all they all love that kind of fourteen hundred meter range in my eyes. So I think. What it comes down to for me, more or less, is the price and seven fifty at the moment for SoSou, and you pretty much nailed it on the head, Tommy. Uh, Terry Robinson, I mean, he he just knows these highways inside and out, and I just think that from the one draw, he'll it he, likes to sit a bit more midfield, but him drawing one, I think he will be a little bit more positive. Probably sit just behind the leaders and then just pounce, hopefully. And I think the form line sticks well with the likes of like he's face dream run of the last two starts um, in the highway as well. And dream run, we've seen what dream run has done. It's a regular occurrence that he comes into town now. So I think that form line is really good. And with Brock riding in good form with the two kilo claim, it's going to be rock bottom weight again, low draw, just behind leaders, 750. I'll uh, have a little bit of that. Thank you. All right, 750. Uh, race number two is the 2,400-metre race, 78, and Man Kayan is the fave. Opened $5, smashed into two forty. Um, so pretty quick money. There's no deductions there either. So 5 bucks into two forty. Torrens is 5 to six fifty. That came out, and so it's already on the drift, but it came out and won at ridiculous odds the other week. I think it ran at about 20 to 1, but it opened the day at about 100. Um, yeah. It was amazing. Uh, accountability, J-Mac and Chris Waller. I love seeing a bit of J-Mac, Chris Waller at those sort of odds at $7. Offshore, Mr. Bond, Shuffle Up and Deadly Impact. 
Uh, Money-wise, absolutely smashed Thomas. Man, Kayen for Kieran Ma. Um, yeah, yeah, it was um, not a bad run last Saturday, flying home for third. But just to touch on what you were saying with Torrance, it didn't just win last Saturday. It absolutely brained them um, in that nice uh, long race. As soon as we saw it get out to past 2,000 metres, um, uh, 20, yeah, it's a different horse. It's an absolutely different horse. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it could do it again. But it, it's it's a tough, um, it's a tough race in terms of the draw. I think offshore gets a nice easy lead. Uh, Monobot will go forward, shuffle up, deadly impact. Even um, Apache Bell on the inside. But I think it could get away with a bit uh, front offshore. And we've seen Bjorn take a few winners to Kembler and doing really well with his leaders. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if offshore. Snakes it, but Torrens is so impressive last night, and even accountability. They finally hit the um, hit the ground with the accountability um, in the midweek uh, last week, and they said that's what they've just been trying to do is first couple of runs, just get it fit, get it running. But you you can't um, you couldn't be backing on its first six runs. But have they turned the corner with it? I I'm just not sure. I'd be with something like Torrens or offshore, and Mr Bond has um, it'll improve from its last run as well, getting to the grade. I think there's uh, Mr. Bond's a great horse going forward. So there's a couple there. But if if you can get more than $7 on the day, Torrance, I'd be taking that. And the ad, Coey? Uh, I was on offshore last start. I spooked it. I thought the short back up, I loved it, and almost fucking pulled off. It was just nosed on right on the line, and I was, yeah, could have been a nice pay. But saying that, I this map just sees it just leading outright, absolutely leading outright. And I I think the booking of Karen Mc, uh, McAvoy is actually very, very smart. I think it's a good gear change. The only query is the distance. It's a big step up. I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, it's all all signs are pointing to it going up into that 2,400 range finally. Um, last start was 2,000 metres and it just ran out a little bit of steam. I think at the price, I would happily back it. Um, accountability, interesting. The wide draw really just is my question mark. The midweeker wasn't, it wasn't that strong. I'm not going to lie. In terms of saying that the whole field isn't anything spectacular, but saying that it's got 2,400 metre form on its paper. So that's a big tick. J-Mac, Chris Waller. Something that I really want to touch on is um, Mr. Shahood. I think that really... I think that's massive overs to be absolutely honest. I think just the fact that it's sitting at 26 bucks, I mean, I think it runs that, it runs the trip, no problem. Uh, I think fitness wise, he's very fit. I mean, he's been unlucky a couple of runs, a couple of runs, it's definitely been a pen through it. But I'm on offshore again, boys. So, I mean, I know the favourite's been backed off the map, but yeah, offshore with that easy lead with Karen McAvoy booked, yeah, I'm going to be all over that again. Okay, despite the drift, I like it. Um, race three is over two thousand dollars seventy eight, and Crystal Pegasus is the favourite. Four twenty in from six bucks. Um, had a trial, but also had a pretty good win last start at Kembler as well at six dollars fifty two. Um, that's Crystal Pegasus. Yee Yee is there as well. A little bit of a drift at five bucks. Bazooka for Dave Payne eight dollars. A little bit of money for too much to bear. So Chris Waller, Jason Collett, that's eleven bucks already into eight fifty. We got Pesto, our intrigue. Didn't our intrigue win, didn't it? Yeah, had a win last time at Kembler as well. Um, and Badusha's yeah. even there as well. But our intrigue, six bucks out to nine. Forget about it. Uh, who are you with, Tom? 
Uh, Bazooka and Badush in the same race can be fun for Darren, but um, I can see why there's money for Crystal Pegasus. Uh, last start winner at track and distance is um, a big plus. Uh, I'd, I'd have to have something on it there. Uh, I think Badush was pretty... Um, uh, sorry, Bazooka was pretty good at Hawkesbury last start around that 1,800 metres. I just... I'm a massive Yee Yee fan, don't get me wrong, but I just think 1500 was hitting the line pretty well last night. Nash is on it this time, but maybe the 2000 might need just to run. Um, just just a big step up there. I just like to see with Yee Yee, um, especially on a good track as well. So, look, I'll probably have something on Crystal Pegasus. Our intrigue was great last night with um, winning at odds. McDonald goes on to it, but it, it has drawn a bit of an awkward gait. So, Probably Crystal Pegasus and just a little, little something on Bazooka as well. Coey? I think I'll be on Crystal Pegasus as well. But, I mean, I think the money's come because it broke a track record at Campbell last night. Um, it was on that super fast day where the, I think it was about two or three records broken for the course and distance. Um, the, I guess the biggest gear change for Yee Yee is the fact that J-Mac has jumped off. Nash, I'm not saying Nash is a uh, bad rider. He's a great rider. But uh, the fact that J-Mac's jumped off this Chris Waller horse for our intrigue out of anything, I've got a little bit of question marks around it. Uh, I think Crystal Pegasus, I mean, yeah, I think that day at Kembla was a good three. Um, and, well, I mean, it was kind of like an unknown horse. I think no one knows the full potential of this horse still, but... Track and distance specialist, uh, Kembler again. The draw shouldn't be an issue coming out of nine. I just can't really look anywhere or steer anyone elsewhere. Bazooka's got great, you know, good track form, but I'll be with the favourite here. Favourite is Crystal Pegasus and up to race number four, and that is the midway. So 1,272 and Cobia is the fave. Uh, Brad Whittup, horse, 420 into 390. Exceltic is there for Gary Portelli. That's on the drift, though, at out to 550. Oxford Tycoon at six. Noble Soldier, 650. Barossa Rossa. It's going to be a good one for Darren. It's um, Harvard's quote, though, 15 into seven. That's the money horse. And a little bit of lick for Dalalat. That's going to be another one. That's going to be a good day for Darren. Um, also good money for either or, $21 into 11 So there's been some big money uh, moves, Tommy, especially with no like late scratchings or any early scratchings. Yeah, I think it's because it's a bit of a tough race too. And um, either or, Gwenda trains Kembla so well. We always see her sort of pop up with a winner here and there um, when she's at home. So you'd have to think it would um, be in and around the play sins anyway. But a horse I'm, I've got a, a bit of a liking to is Oxford Tycoon. It came second toward, um, behind Royal Zell last start in, um, when it brained them. I think um, it's got a big weight, but Tommy Sherry claiming to, I think, is going to be um, the key to it. I think it'll, I'll think it'll be in and around the play sins anyway. So six bucks a game for it, I think it'll go all right. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky race. You can make a case for a few of them, Excelsic, um, Corbia, even um, Barossa Rossa as well, Tracy Bartley, Karen McAvoy first up. Its trial was its trial um, leading into this was pretty good. Um, it's a tough little race, but I think I'll have something on Oxford Tycoon. Kelly? Um, the only query about Oxford Tycoon is just the – it's got the claim, but it's carrying 60 and a half after it, and the draw – Coming down in trip, I'm not sure if – I mean, it, if it got an earlier split, 
um, Oxford Tycoon last start against Royal Zoe, it would have won. It should have won, in my eyes. It was it was quite sick to watch, actually. Um, something that I just... Um, it's at odds. I wouldn't mind it. It's almost forgotten in the market by the looks of things. Anyways, Anthony Cummings, love me tender. Um, 1,200 metres, obviously it's never won on that. It start started in that trip and well that distance should i say last start in the group to silver shadow for the girls um against swift swift witness it lost by fucking many lengths but saying that this thing's going to be carrying absolute rock bottom weight uh it's going to be carrying 49 kilos which is i mean there's not many people that can ride that and ellen hennessy she's doing great guns in my eyes i think just the down and down and weights in far more equal company I wouldn't mind taking snapping the twelve bucks up. I wouldn't surprise me if this thing shortened a bit. Cobia, interesting horse. I think the J Mac factors actually brought this bad boy down. Brad Whitup is very good at placing his horses at the midway, as we've seen thus far anyway. So no no knock on it. But saying that, I think yeah, I'm gonna have a little swing at this midway and have a little bit of love me tender. Love me tender. All right, the Dulcify race five is what do we got? Tiger and Malay, $3.60. Um, Silent Impact is there as well. That's been a bit of yarns about that too. Silent Impact. Uh, Yarnus, $7. Royal Zell, um, already 11 into eight fifty. Royal Zell's the one that won. Uh, fell in last start. Shorty at Kembla. Uh, Allegron. Allegron. However you say it. This is a horse that I have backed for the spring champion just because I got talked into it by one and only Brad Gray at big odds. So... Interested to see how it goes. It obviously had a good win at Newcastle. Um, God, it was at least a month ago. Um, that's Hugh Bowman and James Cummings. And we got hinged as well there, Tom. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a race. Uh, there's some there's some real quality around this. We're, we get to line up a couple like Silent Impact's been trolling really well, undefeated. Um, Ace Express uh, for Gay and Adrian again. Um been doing pretty well. Annabelle Nation's been talking up Military X, but Giannis did some great things um, in its two preps so far. Uh, Subterranean was pretty disappointing last start and it's at a huge price. And what about a horse like him? She's been doing really well. It's scratch from a later race, but um, Arnacure is doing massive wraps on it from Jean Dubois. And saying all that, I don't think there's a better horse than Tiger Malay. Um, Michael Friedman said, through the week as well, it's uh, the stable improver and he's been absolutely blown away with um, what it's managed to do um, since coming back. And that's on top of already competing um, at the highest level as a two-year-old. So it's it's got to be a horse I um, back at 360. I think it's it's got the runs on the board uh, where a lot of these other horses, even like Royal Cell, Brandon must start, but a lot of these other ones are horses on the rise where I think Tiger Malay is just a proven horse and $3.60, I know it's a favourite, but it, I, I still think that's a good price. So I'm going to be with Tiger Malay. Coey? Uh, I'm all for it as well. I mean, I think the barrier is a little bit sticky being drawn so wide, but I think you have to remember this horse competed in a JJ Atkins last season. Like, I mean, or last prep, should I say that form has to be strong. And we, I think a lot of us were on that Kembla run in the up and coming. And that's the form line, I think. Um, disregard the Ming Dynasty. I don't think that... I mean, Subterranean was okay. Royal Zelt's coming out of a midway into this. That's too big of a jump, I have to assume. Um, I'll be on 
I'll be on Tiger of Malay for the portion, but a little specky. I mean, only a little bit, but a forgotten horse, or it's not really a forgotten horse. No one really knows what this unknown horse really is. But right at the bottom of the page, number 13, Stray, um, they're touting this thing to go towards the Oaks. Um, it's numb for it anyway. Wait and see what it can do. Stepping up an extra 100. Um, I think it'll appreciate actually going to Kembla a little bit more. And it came up against Profondo, that $1.9 million cult that you posted about a couple, about a week and a half ago, Tunners. Um, yeah, Profondo. I, I think uh, this thing actually came home really, really strongly. And I think despite the drift in the market, I think Cummings has some words, like real opinions about this horse. And it, I mean, it's drawn really sticky, but I've got a feeling that with the change of track, it can probably sit out the back a little bit more. And with the likes of, I don't know, like Silent Impact, Military Expert, uh, they'll probably lead up and it'll probably be at a pretty quick tempo early. I don't know how they'll settle in the middle, but it might have the last say at 26 bucks. So I'll have most of my money on Tiger and Malay here, but a little saver on the stray. Okay. All right, race six is the Scirocco. Fave here is Entrevere. So Jamie Richards, J-Mac, 270. Um, obviously was going to go around the other or whenever it was, but didn't. It's had a trial um, and had one start at uh, Renwick where it came second to Fasica. Before that, it was a New Zealand boy. Uh, written Beauties there at five bucks. That's already $8 into five. Tallier, a little bit of a drift of 650. Fatus is a little bit of a drift as well, it, even though it had a good win um, last start beating great news and Marbusha, a little bit of love there, twelve into nine fifty. Thomas, yeah, it's good for the race. Um, this one, um, I don't mind for Juice. Uh, it's run um, first up. Does it always does really well first up? But I think um, that was one of its best. So I still think of the fitness. Um, continues and there might be a bit left still there for uh for choose it has drawn a bit awkwardly but if you can find a spot it'd be um it'd be one but the kiwi one is um a really interesting horse on Travers. um huge reps i think coey um knows a bit more a bit a uh, bit more about it there's been a bit of money for it i think if the money continues and i've you got to spec it um but again for choose just just on the drift, but it, all quality. So I'll probably back for choose and just see what they do with Entrevere. Um, one I will say that's a good knockout chance is all Hallows Eve from um, from the map. I think there's a lot of go-forward types, and uh, we showed um, how much class it had um, last prep, doing really well, but it might just need the run. Fair, Tommy, fair to say. I think the Kiwi 270, I just can't. I think it definitely maps really well for this horse. I just don't know if I can take 270. Um, J-Mac book, which is perfect. He'll probably be quite aggressive on it. Um, but, yeah, 270, it's it's tricky. And um, I think one alluding thing, if you're going to do the form on this, is the fact that it, it might mention the fact that it's had four, four good starts on the good and it's won twice and placed twice. So from my understanding, disregard those goods because I think the most accurate good start it's had is that Randwick last start back in April. The rest of them, as far as I'm aware, is actually dead, which is more or less in the soft five, soft six range for the Kiwis. So 
I've got a feeling it likes the give out of the ground, definitely. Uh, weather, with the weather looking the way it is, it, Kembla could potentially hit a good three. I'm not actually sure, but it could. And if that's the case, I'd, I'd imagine that that 270 should drift out. If it does drift, I'll be on it. If it comes out to 350 to four bucks, I'd definitely be on it. But 270 is a bit tricky for me. Um, I, I think there's a lot of horses that have plenty of potential. It's just a matter of, is it too soon to be backing them in? But I'm going to take a stab and I'm going to back Forbidden Love. Um, it was placed well back last start. Uh, it was pretty much right out the back of the field, to be honest. Um, I thought it was going to do absolutely nothing, but it absolutely lifted off the canvas and, you know, it came fourth behind Fatus and great news in that toy show. I think the second up form isn't great, but I think this this horse, Snow and the Freedmans, it's going to be rock hard fit, preparing for a really deep spring. Uh, the barrier shouldn't be an issue. Nash, great booking. Uh, it's actually got a good affinity with the horse, last preparation. I'm willing to have a gamble and go 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll have a little bit on Forbidden Love, but Entrevier, if it drifts, I'll be on it as well. Yeah. Yeah, 270 is a bit short. Um, first leg of the quad, Theo Marks. Um, big parades of fave here for Mark Unum. Six bucks, smashed into 310 already. So, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the only scratching in there is imaging and four sensor deductions, right? Private Eye. This is going to be a good one to see. Joe Pride. So, 320. Um, four bucks today into three fifty. Ice bath is eight fifty to nine fifty. Good money for Madame Rouge. Another J Mac Chris Waller. When you see this and you see him at double figures, uh, it's very intriguing. Um, and you're also getting about ten bucks for Embracer and fourteen for Roheron. But Tommy, good money, big parade, and um, Madame Rouge. Yeah, Madame Rouge is one of Waller's um, good horses that can um, pop up here, and I think it won a gone maybe. Is that, yeah, is it, that did. What? it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, um, at Kembler as well, proven performer, big parade. Um, was pretty impressive winning last start here at Kembler and um, had a nice, good trial since as well. So, you can understand why there's a bit of money for it. Um, private eye, what can you say? It's just um, strength to strength. Its first up run was pretty good. In saying all that, I'm going against all of them and backing something at a bit of a price. Roheron, um, five first up runs. How many wins? Five. So um, yeah. I don't know what it is about Roheron winning first up, but if I'm not on it, I, I'm going to kick myself. So I, I think it can run a bit of a race. Um, again, trial showed nothing, but that's not to say he hasn't yeah. done it with this horse before. So I reckon it be fit. It was actually the, the story was with um, James Cummings that he, he couldn't figure it out because he had this great horse that won first up, first prep, and it could do nothing. And then he's, he took it out and then he won again first up and he um, he tried again thinking he, he had a good horse and it did nothing. And then uh, I think it was over in Perth uh, um, when Trekking was running the winter bottom and one of the punters said to him, mate, you just got to keep this horse fresh. And every time he does, it does really well. So I, I just think it, it's a knockout chance um, for sure. But some class, I haven't even mentioned ice bath as well. You probably want it to be a bit wetter. Embracer uh, going to be very strong from the front. Chat, again, is one of mine as well. So tough, tough race, but $14. i got a spec right here. Coey? Nice, Tommy. Uh, I'm all over Madame Rouge, personally. I think that form just speaks volumes. I mean, the fact that 
it's only a three and a half kilo swing from bottom to top. That I think this is why I'll definitely disregard Big Parade. It, the fact that it's coming out of benchmark grade. I know the last start win was huge. The booking of Tim Clark's probably the right one. There was definitely a, a track bias of like a leader bias on that Kembla day. So I the fact that it's three ten as favoured blows my mind. Um you it's coming up against group one places, winners, you know, stakes grade winners. So I just don't know why there's so much support in my eyes. So I I'd definitely lay it at that price. I mean I'd anticipate it drifts from that price. It'll drift. Um I'm it has to. Uh, it just has to. I mean, I, I guess they're kind of thinking that it'll probably lead, but something like Embracer, Tommy's already touched on, it's going It's going to pester the shit out of him, I have to assume. So, um, yeah, not for mine, Big Parade. Saying that, back to Madame Rouge, I think just the fact that it's coming out of Group 1 company, um, yeah, and it's one on any condition, essentially. J-Mac on board, the fact that it's 10 bucks, money's already come for it, but it's still 10 bucks. I imagine this thing starts at single digits. I'll be all over and snap up that 10 bucks immediately. Uh, Private Eye, another one that's a little bit short for mine, but I'd happily back Private Eye over Big Parade, put it that way. Um, They're they're heading to the Epsom with this horse where you should probably back it if you you like your early early markets for the Epsom because it's going to be carrying rock bottom weight in that. So back it in that. I think it's still in the teens. Three fifty though for this race. I can't have it. Madame Rouge, ten bucks all the way. I think you've talked me into some some at odds, boys. I love the the Roheron um, the Roheron price from memory. Um, I, I literally just wrote to our friend of the show, Pappenhausen. He's obsessed with Roheron. I literally just wrote, was it you who loves Roheron? He goes, yep, don't worry, we've all just backed it already. So I think a few of the storm boys. <laughs> um, and even, even Coey. Are we talking about the speed as well is um, something I didn't mention, like Could Embracer, Big Parade, um, Peyton Place from a wide gate. There's plenty Dis- of speed. Discharged, yeah. There's so much. I oh, don't worry to come late. That, yeah. Mate, it's going to be a good race. There's some good ones. And the next one, especially, yeah, you run to the rows. So this is um, where Animo, we're seeing Animo go around again. It opened 310. It's now 240. Um, but it's also got a bit of converge there where all fans have remarked. Tom's all over it. Stay inside. Obviously disappointing first up. Um, in the Congo, Home Affairs, Captivant, they're all there as well. Giannis is there, but it won't run. Uh, Animo's the fave. But Tommy, are you into remark? I think I've got to be, um, Zach, the gate's not the best thing, but yeah, I really like to book me Huey. Um, I think Huey, again, on Rohera in the race before, um, Huey here, I reckon he's in for a big day. Uh, I reckon if you can just sit back on this horse, um, let a few others in the Congo um, converge, go a bit more forward. We might even see same side be ridden a bit more forward as well, like it did as a two-year-old to a bit of luck. And I think Glenn Eagles and a couple other go forward types. So, I think all things equal. Remark, it's right in it. I can't have Animo at 240. I I think it's going to have a great, great um, spring Animo, but I just think this race might be a bit too soon for it. Um, In saying that, it could come out in Braden, but I'm not going to expect that at 240. I'd much rather be on Remark. Um, I'd stay inside. Um, Again, probably better from the run. We see Karen aboard now. I think... um, it's going to be a lot better. 
One at odds, uh, as I just mentioned before, is Glen Eagles. I think um, its third first up was um, was very pleasing on the eye, and I think $34 at the moment is way over the odds for a horse like this. I think it deserves to be in this sort of company, and $7 a place is a great price. So, um, yeah, we've seen a few here. We can mention a couple more home affairs um, in the Congo for sure. What a great win last start. But um, I'll be back in remark little watch on Glen Eagles and stay inside and I'll be laying Animo. Kohai. Agreed with Tommy. Animo, I'm going to lay it. I mean, uh, it's, I am only laying it for the price and the fact that it's first up into this class field. It's, it's essentially the golden slipper or most half the golden slipper first up. And I think that's just, I think, I know the trial looked great. It really, really, was an impressive trial and I'm a big perv at the trials, but saying that 240, whatever it is, I just can't take that. I'd rather have a gamble at something else. Remark, my heart says remark and you know, we want remark, but I'm going to just, the, the draw really worries me. The, the draw really, really worries me. I just don't know if it's going to be positive or if it's going to be wanting to sit back. There's going to be, Plenty of early toe with the likes of Home Affairs out out wide uh, in the Congo Converge. Um, th- there's a few go ahead types that are probably going to try and absolutely go hell for leather at at the at the start anyway, and try and maintain that as long as they can. So I reckon it is a race for more so the midfield to the swoopers. I really think it will set up for something like that. Something that. I will probably have a specking anyway. Stay inside. It's a bit forgotten, isn't it? Like it's 750 right now. I know that fifth next to its name, second last, I get it. It doesn't look great, but it was only two lengths behind in the Congo, in the San Domenico, which might've been too sharp for it. It it steps up an extra hundred meters now. And that might be all the difference. It might bridge that gap completely. And you have to remember that San Domenico was running track record time. You know, like it's, I can't imagine that happening again. So 750, I'd keep that close to the chest and I wouldn't surprise me if the market came in. So I'll be on stay inside, but I mean, not with plenty of like a, I'll be back in remark as well. Yeah. But I don't have too much confidence. All right, on to the third leg of the quad, which is over the 1,200. And count to rupee, fave for Robert and Luke Price, 440 into 390. M8 is there, the Godolphin runner. Um, good money for Ventura Ocean, Nash and Chris Lees, 11 bucks already into 650. And then we're getting Hulk and Never Talk. And Zakat is back out there as well. But good money, Tommy, Ventura Ocean. Yeah, yeah, a bit of good money for it. And you can see why Chris, Chrissy Lees and Nash are doing well. Brock Ryan and... Uh, Robert and Luke have got one here as well. The, I think it's going to run a massive race. 390 counter rupee. Um, question will be, is it ready to go first up? Um, it's a bit of a query. There's a couple of horses here. I, I don't mind at all. It's coming out of um, some better racing. You see, Neville Talk was a bit disappointing first up, but it, it is coming out of a lot better racing. I, I didn't think the finish was as bad as um, as it does as it looks on paper. So, Never talk is ones uh, um, Mazu as well um, against a pretty strong field and still only a couple of legs uh, lengths away and True Detective at eighteen dollars as well as coming out of some much better racing and um, I reckon might find its um, old self again here with Colorado Board so and maybe just a couple um, at odds there throw a few into the quaddy but 
wouldn't surprise me either if Counter AP doesn't win here or be winning wherever it goes next. So just a few there. I might, I might play a couple of odds. Agree with Tommy, Coey? Yeah, I'm going to be all over Counter AP. I'm willing to roll the dice on it. I know it's favourite, 390. It wouldn't surprise me if it came in or drifted. It's, one, it's, a, it's a wide open race in my eyes. I think the fact that uh, it's going to be what essentially it's had a little break it's had about three months off uh brock ryan on board it's essentially what it works out to be it'll be six kilos lower than its last start given that it was in a benchmark 78 and coming into an 88 i think just it's fresh fresh form's good uh three starts one win two seconds i think that maps well barrier's quite nice 390 i yeah i don't i don't mind that at all i think i guess the one one runner, if I were to spec elsewhere, might be Hulk. Uh, it's never won over twelve hundred, but I think it's just rock hard fitness might prevail, and just the fact that it's a nine fifty bossy on board. I don't mind that. It's got a wide. I couldn't draw. bring myself to say, Coey. The what? I agree with you, mate, but um, I just couldn't bring myself to say um, I'm with Hulk. It's just. Uh, it's been yeah. um, it's been, been there long... too many times before. Yeah, yeah, I I agree there. Like, it, I think people have essentially caught on to this horse. I think it's just the fact that it just doesn't want to win when it's backed into favoritism, and then it'll win at twenties for all I know. But once again, it's in it's been placed in a well competitive race, and the fact that it's close to ten bucks, it's probably worth a little specking. But I'll be on count the rupee. All right, on to the last, and it is. King's Air, um, Timmy Clark and the Hawks, 6.50, smashed into 3.10. King's Air is a fave. Love Planets there, um, already 8 bucks into 4.60. And Brookspire, Academy, Love Tap, Promotions, Wahiri Falls, they're all there as well. Um, decent money for the ones, the top three at the top, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, and you can see why. Um, race drops away a bit. I mean, there's Love Tap and... I wouldn't be surprised if something like Al Mahaha comes out and runs a massive race with Ellen Hennessy claiming um, three and I think it's placed in a gong before as well. So, um, But apart from the top three, I think it drops away massively. I think Kings Air and Love Planet, the, the two I really want to focus on, Love Planet was so good for uh, 98% of its last race and then sort of just just got run down. But McDonald... Um, yeah, McDonald on it. I think it's going to be a big plus. Um, I know it was when it lost to Always Sure, but come the last of the day, between it and Kings Air, they're the two I've got to be looking at. And I think Kings Air um, was great win first up and even finishing pretty strong against the tougher field um, uh, last up. But I think with the price, 460, and they're, they're back in Love Planet, and I think they'll back it a bit more too. I'll... I'll Spec Love Planet, but wouldn't surprise me if King's Air gets up. Almahaha, maybe one each way. They might even run like close, similar price. What do you reckon, Coey? I think uh, King's Air, if it wasn't for the draw, like normally I'd say, yeah, draw one, uh, drawn one, I'd be all over it. But there's so much more speed on the outside of it that I just don't know where this thing settles. I, I have to assume they're going to be a little bit more positive. I have to assume. Um, it's probably rightful favourite. Uh, it's got Timmy Clark on board. Love that. Uh, tick, tick, tick. But 
Love playing another interesting runner. I think it will probably sit outside leader. That's probably how I'd see it happening. It'll probably be hinged, leading, Love Planet outside, and then Academy coming right across. They should find position, I have to assume, being a 1,500-metre race. Saying that, like, it's a real hot go, I think. It's it's going to be really tough. Um, this might be one of the toughest races on the card. Kings Air, I will have a little go at. Love Tap, I can't have any more. Nash, Nash booking is good, but this horse was once touted to be something. It, the last couple of runs have been less than desirable, to say the least. Oh, I just don't know where else to look. I think, put it this way, I think Kings Air is too short. Love Planet's probably got a little bit better upside than it with the draw and the speed and everything else with J-Mac booked as well. So... I'll be tipping Love Planet, but keep an eye on the market movers, I reckon. This could be a definitely a, a market move race. All right, that's the 10. We'll come back with a multi. All right, I'll go first. Um, I've got a couple at Melbourne because I'm really liking Melbourne's, um, Melbourne's card, but also there's a lot of favourites there, so that can always either go one way or another. But I'm going Artorias. It flew last time. I think it'll win. Um, ingratiating, I love the horse. Uh, I think it's probably just just good enough. I'm leaving out Ayrton, though. Um, instant Celebrity, I think that's got a pretty good chance. It's 390 in race six at Flemington, but put it in for a place. And I'll go Roheron. Talk to me. Tom talked me into it when he was doing a little preview before for a place. Uh, Roheron could be flying home late, and you're getting, I think, $3.60 still for a place. So that multi is 24 bucks. Tom, you go next. Yeah, I'm glad you went first, Zach. Yeah. Took a couple of mine out there, but we'll have a go. Um, Tiger and Malay to win. I think that's the best at Kembler. I think it's going to be um, too classy for the um, the rest of the up-and-comers right here in the place. Um, first up record speaks for itself. We go to Melbourne. There's three horses, all beginning with A, that I like. I've put two in my multi, Artorias and Ayrton, both to win. Um, that's my multi. It's about $40. But if you're feeling keen in the uh, group one, ripping group one down there as well, egg on a place is $3. I think that's a massive price. Cowie. Boys, uh, four-leg multi. I think Candida Rupee, I'm going to roll the dice. I think it is. it maps out really well. First up form, everything else. Uh, so that to win. Into Madame Rouge to place. I think that's massive overs. I'd imagine that comes in. London Banker in Queensland to win. That thing just, it just keeps winning for, yeah, it's it's been great the last couple of starts. So I'm going to follow that form. And then one of mine, I guess, uh, not going against Ayrton, but Cherry to, Cherry Tall Tony to place, which will give you, Cherry. what would, four, 49 bucks. Beautiful. Love that. Yeah, Cherry owes me a bit of cash. Yeah, I think it owes us plenty. Um, yeah. Especially when Cherry's like the second favourite too. So you've got a good chance getting 230, aren't you? Um, all right, that is, uh, let's see, Sydney Racing. All right, thanks, boys. Um, we'll release a Rugby League one too for where we're going head to head Friday night. Yeah. Go to the store. <laughs> all right, Go thanks, the boys. boys. See ya.